Church Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 144, and uh, welcome to a beautiful day. I don't know where you are today, but get outside. It is amazing outside, and I know for some of you, you're in snow, others of, you, of, others of you are in rain, others of you are uh, in a beautiful cloudless day like I am here in Southern California. Uh, really, really pretty today. Actually woke up. Usually when I'm sitting out here on the front porch in the morning, it's very chilly, uh, especially in the winter months. I mean, very chilly for California is like 40. Um, but usually I got a blanket wrapped around me and I woke up this morning and it was awesome out. And so I just sitting out here watching the birds. <clears throat> For Christmas, I bought myself, uh, get this, a monocular. Uh, I'm officially uh, moving uh, up in age. I know it because I'm like watching birds. I got this app, this like bird, like you can identify birds and then say where you are. And it, I'm having, I, mean, I was telling a buddy of mine today, I was like, I'm like a kid. Like I'm so excited. I'm like finding these birds and like looking at them through my monocular um, and, uh, and then like recording them and and it's just kind of fun. It's like treasure hunting for adults. And so, um, but honestly, it's just been a part of me slowing down a little bit, um, enjoying nature. I think probably in the last few years have been the first time in my life where I'm like really enjoying nature. I, I don't feel like I'm moving too quickly past it. I'm actually present in it. And so uh, got to do that uh, today, have been doing that today, but Anyway, a part of it is just get outside. So I don't know if your day has just been crazy or maybe you haven't gone for a walk in a while, but go for a walk. Go for a walk and just lean in to all the beauty, all even if it's in the snow. I used to love in the snow. My, the, my One of my favorite times of year was the first snow. And just walking in that snow, the crunch under your feet, seeing all the white, how beautiful it was, even the cold, like the cold kind of woke you up a bit. So wherever you are, just get outside, go for a walk, just enjoy all that's around you. Sometimes in the midst of all the nuts and the crazy and the bizarre that's happening in the world and everything, Everything feels unsure. Nobody's no, nobody's sure what to do. Sometimes you look around and you go, whoa, that tree's been there for a hundred years. I think I'm going to be okay. You know what I mean? Like it's been through a whole lot. Or, you know, look at, look at these birds, you know, like scripture's constantly pointing us to creation. Like, look at the birds. Like they're not freaked out. You know, they're not freaked out. Even the flowers, you know, the flowers, like they rise and they fall, right? They, they open, they close, but it, they, they don't, they're not stressed out. You know, they're like attached to their creator and they, they're trusting and living in light of his sovereign will in their lives and they're okay with it. But we people, the people of free will, uh, we struggle with this so deeply. And so sometimes good to get outside, good to just look around and go, I think I'm going to be okay. God's in control. He loves me. He sees me. He knows me. I think I'm going to be okay. So get outside. Go for a walk. Hey, uh, for those of you uh, who continue to listen week in and week out, day in and day out, thank you so much. Love that you're a part of this podcast. We're a big happy family learning and growing and figuring out scripture together. Just a great reminder. This podcast exists to help us all um, just go a little bit deeper in our understanding of Scripture, our understandings of who we are in light of Scripture. And so thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Though 
those uh, with friends and family and on your social media platforms. Really appreciate it. And then for those of you who continue to give on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash front porch confessional thank you so much and some of you just continue to give in other ways to check or venmo or whatever else i just want to say thanks really really appreciate the support uh it's allowing us to continue to move forward and and i think in things that are helpful to people and that are working through and trying to figure out what it is that god would have for them so um man this passage i gotta be honest as we go into this passage in ephesians we're going to be in ephesians uh chapter five um, I, I just feel so strong about this passage. Um, I, and so I, I typically am pretty honest uh, with myself, and, but I've just been feeling really weighty the last few weeks. And so this passage came to light today. And so I just kind of been obsessing about it. And so I'm really excited about digging in. And so it says this, and it's in the context, of course, like everything that we do here, it's in the context of a a greater uh, word that God uh, is trying to give, that Paul's trying to give to the church. But these two verses, verses 13 and 14 says this, but when anything is exposed by the light, it, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. That's the section I really want to focus in on. Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. When Cooper was going through his process of um, being diagnosed. It was a very, our process of him being diagnosed was very, very interesting. It was really kind of difficult. He, he had fallen off the, the, the sink and gotten hurt. And so my wife took him to, uh, the, the ER because she thought maybe he broke his leg. Um, again, he's, you know, eight years old, active kid. And so she takes him in the emergency room, they draw blood, the blood report ends up getting back to the pediatrician. The pediatrician calls and says, hey, you might want to come in. Something weird came up on the blood. So they have us go to another place. They test the blood. They said, nope. It, you know, the, the first report we got said it was cancerous. The, the, the next one we went to said it wasn't cancerous. So they said, hey, go to Phoenix Children's Hospital, right? They're the pros at this. So we take him to Phoenix Children's Hospital. They run their multitude of tests on blood. They come back and say it's negative. We're like, oh my gosh, this is like two weeks. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. Um, they do a follow-up because they, you know, they want to be, uh, you know, careful. So they have you come back a week later. They do another follow-up test, come back. It's positive and, uh, immediately, immediately admit us. So Cooper is diagnosed. Basically what, uh, for him was he, they caught it early. And so grateful. I mean, had we just gone like, oh, look, we're good to go. We don't need to take any further steps. Um, It would have cost Cooper his life. But because we took that step and went further and dug deeper in, um, as a result of that, it really, truly was a part of saving his life. There was something going on in his body that we could not see. And, And we had to go through a bunch of different things in order to really find out the truth. And what I feel so deeply about this passage is it's trying to help us understand that. And if I'm honest, and I I really want to be honest, I really want to be transparent um, and strong in in what I'm kind of working through and what I've been feeling as I was going on a walk. I feel like this season of life that we are in is a season of revealing. We are all being revealed. 
And I think the church, the church of Jesus Christ is being revealed. The people of Jesus Christ are being revealed. And so, you know, I'm on this walk this morning. I'm just weighty with all that's going on in the world, all that's going on in our culture. And I I started, this passage came to mind and I, I started uh, thinking about it over and over in, in, in the, the particular part of the passage that obvi- that po- popped out to me was this call to awake, O sleeper. I love how bold, how strong, how parental that feels like, wake up, awake, O sleeper and rise from the dead. And as a walking on my, on my walk and I just felt that so deeply, so deeply in my own life, but more as I was thinking, I'm thinking about the church and we are the church. Those of us who profess Jesus as Lord and Savior, we are the church. And that part of awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead resonated with me as I was going on my walk. You know, I remember it reminded me like when I was a kid, we used to listen to this guy. His name was Keith Green. And Keith Green, back in like the 70s and 80s, he was like this prophetic voice. I mean, he was a worship leader and, and uh, he was kind of like this prophetic voice through music and through song uh, to the local church. I mean, I'll, I mean, I remember songs that he would sing, but one of the songs that he had written, the title of it that has always stuck with me, the, the title to the song was Asleep in the Light. Asleep in the whole song is talking to Christians or people that profess to be Christians. And he's like, you're asleep in the light that God has revealed to us all that we need to know, but we're asleep in it. We are unaware that we're actually dead in our faith, dead in our influence and we're asleep. And so the, the, the call in this passage is to awake. You know, have you ever had that moment? in your life or where you were completely unaware that something really awful was going on. You know, I remember saying to my counselor, this was maybe, I don't know, six months in, five months in to my counseling that one of my greatest fears is that I was going to, that something was going, something destructive was going on inside of me or that I was doing something destructive or some kind of behavior. And I was completely unaware of it. Like, I think I'm fine. I, everything's okay. But in reality, I'm actually just destroying things left and right. And I'm completely unaware of it. And this is what pastor Paul is saying to the church in Ephesus. This is what he's addressing to them. This is what's going on in this church. And I really believe it's what's going on right now. And what his call is, is this wake up, wake up. And I feel so strongly that that this just isn't about the church of Ephesus in this passage. This is about you and it's about me. And it's about this period of time that we find ourselves in. And we, the people of Jesus Christ need to wake up, wake up. 
which led me to go, what, what would, how would we know that we were asleep? How would we know that we were, you know, what are the indicators? What, you know, so I started trying to process through this. What, why is it that I'm so wound up about this? What's really going on inside of me? And, and so I started ripping off just a list of things that I was working through. And I was trying to go, listen, is the church of Jesus Christ, are we known right now in our culture as a people of love? Are we presenting the good news of Jesus Christ by the way we live our lives? Are we loving our neighbor as Jesus, as Jesus did, as he loves us? Are we caring for the less fortunate, for the least of these? Are we putting others as more important than ourselves? Are we a people of blessing or cursing? Are we known for our humility, our brokenness, our vulnerability? Are we sacrificial in all that we have, including our lives? Are we a people that believe and live in light of a sovereign God who is in control. He is in control. Do we, are we living this way? Are we a light to the nations for the world to see? Are we living that way? If not, we need to wake up. We need to awake. And that's the, the call of Pastor Paul here, not just to the church of Ephesians, but right now is that we need to wake up, O sleeper. Wake up. The church of Jesus Christ needs to wake up. And what is the promise as we come to waking up and rising from the dead? Christ will shine on you. Listen how beautiful that is. Christ will shine on you. And when he does that, you will shine on the world like a city on a hill for the world to see. That they will see that the only hope that we all have is Jesus, 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 not presidents, not politicians, not policies, not 401ks, not payrolls, not position, not power, only Jesus, only Jesus. Christ will shine when we wake up. And when we are alive, we are radically impacting our culture for the glory of God, that many people will come to know him through the way we are reflecting his love, his grace, his mercy, his care, his peace into the culture that we find ourselves in. But are we living that way? Because the people of God are called to proclaim God in all they do. But are we living that way. And if we're not, we need to wake up. And I feel it so deeply in my heart that every believer in Jesus Christ, if you're listening to this, you have a responsibility to evaluate where you are. Are you asleep? 
Or are you awake? And if you are awake, how are you living and loving like Jesus? Father God, wake us up. Let your light shine on us so that we can shine it to the world for your glory and your honor. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you.